Hello and welcome to, wait, is this my kink now? The spicy comedic podcast that brings four friends together every week to explore the sexiest, kinkiest, and strangest erotica and romance out there. Join us as Annie, our storyteller, shares her latest kinky discoveries. We aim to be an inclusive and not judgmental podcast. As four ladies with various identities, we respect everyone's personal preferences and strive to create a safe space for all listeners to explore female-centric sexuality in a fictional setting. However, we do want to acknowledge that while the subject matter we cover is fictional, it may be uncomfortable or triggering for some listeners. Our podcast is for 18 and over listeners only. Hello and welcome to another episode of, wait, is this my kink now? As always, I'm Alana and I'm joined by the vivacious Kay, the sultry Scarlet, and our storyteller extraordinaire, the ever... Vescent? Vescent. Ever Vescent Annie! (laughs) Hello, hello. I realized after I said that, Alana, that you were thinking ever space and then another word. Like everlasting gobstopper. She (laughs) was trying not to say everlasting gobstopper. The ever lovely, the ever fantastic. And I just went, Vescent? Like, no, yeah. I liked it. I liked <laughs> okay, it a lot. Right. Good, good, good. <laughs> we're, off, we're off to a great start. <laughs> so there were clues today. No, there wasn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the title of this book is Treasure of the Abyss by Tiffany Roberts. Pirates. This is a fucking is mermaid book. I was going to say it's It's pirates. not mermaid. She said it's not. It's pirates. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Chapter one. 361 years after landing. Okay. Macy wiped the sweat from her forehead with the back of her hand and angled the brim of her hat to block the glare of the bright afternoon sun. Every day was warm on Halora, but today was unusually hot and there wasn't a spot on her that didn't feel damp with perspiration. That's the, first, that's the first paragraph. Can My you spell thing? the word Halora? I can. It is H-A-L-O-R-A. Halora. Halora. Is this like a space yeah, pirate? Is this an Avatar fan fiction? Treasure, treasure planet. No, Elena, <laughs> I almost read basically Avatar, gay Avatar <laughs> fan fiction this week, and then I decided not to. That's crazy. You guess that. That was like a really good guess, Lana. Okay, is it, yeah, like uh, a s- steampunk space thing or like like a space thing but with an additional twist thing? Yeah, my guess is space pirates. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to also go with Treasure Planet fan fiction. Okay, yeah. you. there was a hint about nets. There was a hint in the chat. So it's definitely, yeah, like. No, I said the nets pirates. thing. Yeah, but then she responded, interesting, oh. which she wouldn't have done if it wasn't a hint mm. slash clue. That was a hint. During that part. Okay, thank you, Lana. <laughs> okay, so yeah, they're, they're space pirates, like Treasure Planet. You guys are all wrong. But okay. you're not no. far off. I'm going to okay. show you a picture that shows up on like the first page. This book comes with an illustration. <gasps> oh, I, I love, love that. that. I love some world building. Okay. Oh my! I can't, Annie. You talk because I can't see it because it's not big enough. Are we doing oh, tentacle porn this no. week, guys? This here is the Kraken, book one. 
Oh my god. Okay. You know how on um my favorite murder they call like the serial killers like the heavy hitters? They're like, oh, this story's a heavy hitter. This one is a heavy hitter in the kink genre. Tentacle porn, like we're going mm-hmm. for a classic. We're going for a tent pole. I'm so excited. Yeah. Great choice, Annie. Already all Thank in. Thank you. I was worried you guys are going to be mad at me because I didn't do mermaids and I did something similar to mermaids, but objectively I mean, I'm, not I'm as also good. I mean, I'm very mean, I angry, but I'll get over about it. I'll, I <laughs> might be able to cope. <laughs> uh, who wants to read the description? Um, so we have The Treasure of the Abyss by Tiffany Roberts. His treasure and his obsession. Despite her longing for the sea, Macy has clung to safety of the land for half her life, devoting herself to her daily routine until she agrees to go sailing with her childhood friend. Her fears come to fruition when a sudden storm capsizes their boat, rekindling her old terror. She awakens to a rescuer who is anything but human, and he refuses to let her go. Treated like a curiosity and a possession, she's desperate to go home. Yet Macy is undeniably drawn to the strange creature. Can she give up her old life, her friends, and family to embrace this adventure? And Jax, her yes. savior, and her captor. Jax the Wanderer is a hunter, an explorer, and an oddity among his kind. While other Kraken are content in their dens, Jax is driven by deep need to journey far and wide, discovering the unknown corners of the sea. Macy challenges everything he's known. She is the most alluring creature he's ever seen on his travels. He must possess her, though he knows it can only end in disaster. How much is he willing to forsake for the female he desires? Ooh, that Jax is good. by far the worst name for a kraken I could ever and come up with. It's spelled J-A-X. Of course, it. of course. Amazing. Okay, I'm really into it. All right, let's yeah, go. Yeah, are we ready? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Ready. I like the possession part. Yeah. Lana likes the part where she's not allowed to leave. <laughs> okay, so this book takes place on a planet called Halora, which is like a planet colonized by humans. I'm really glad Halora is a planet because I was like, oh my God, is this some place that I, as a white woman, don't know and should know? And like, I had like a whole existential spiral and then I was like, oh, it's fictional. Uh, space? It's fictional. It's fictional. You don't remember learning about Um, Halora in science class? Yeah, sorry to the people of (laughs) Halora for my own ignorance. I'm working on my failings. Coffee is their main resource at Halora. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) The U.S. has funded three coups there. Sorry. (laughs) It was colonized like 360 years ago. And so when the humans colonized it, they had obviously all this super advanced technology, but over the 360 years, they haven't had contact with the rest of humanity as far as I can tell. They're just kind of like a group of colonizers on this planet. So over that time, without any kind of updates or new people or whatever coming in, it seems like they've kind of, like they they still have some of that technology, but they've kind of just become living sort of a simple life yeah so they're like to like nomadism and stuff like that they interbreeding that's icky well i don't know how many people there were originally but um, oh okay we're talking like a lot i was thinking like a group of 30 people and i'm like dude that's i have no idea (laughs) but they don't mention any kind of inbreeding issues but um so they have like their towns and their settlements but they like farm and fish and have their cultural things like they just yeah they're very just um 
like kind of live a simple human existence. So our main character is Macy and she's a young woman who is a gardener. So at the beginning of the book, she's like farming or gardening and she's like removing these Haloran plants that are like invasive to like the um, human crops. So like yes. they definitely have like are they crops invasive they brought- if they're native to the planet. <laughs> Well, they're invasive to the human crops. So I um, love when sci-fi has like weird plants and weird animals, and they have their own like taxonomy. And that well, that's good because this book is about a girl fucking a kraken. So yes, I want all of the things. I want all of the subspecies. I love weird plants. Oh, I love these tropes. These makes me happy. She is gardening with her best friend, Amy, who is just helping her out. Amy is like a doctor's apprentice. Her dad is the doctor and she's like his apprentice. So it seems, again, like kind of a small society. Macy is kind of dreading that evening because so she has like a boyfriend named Cameron who so Macy's father is a fisherman and Cameron's father is a fisherman and Cameron's now a fisherman. And so like they've kind of been almost um, betrothed, betrothed sort of since like childhood. Same. The families really wanted them to get together. <laughs> and as they've East grown Coast. up, Cameron <laughs> has has grown to really love her and he like really wants to be with her and like but there's just something not there. Like he's kind of more of a brother to her but she doesn't want to like disappoint her everybody and she doesn't want to disappoint him because she's like he's like one of her best friends and stuff so she's kind of living this life where like she's just planning on settling basically she's like things aren't great but they're fine like I have people around me that I love and I'm just gonna like live this life they'll expect of me and that's gonna be okay so that's kind of her thing yeah dating your brother is not this book that's a different book yeah he is not physically her brother as far as I know um, you might say that that is not her idea of fun. And that was an obscure Swan Princess song reference. <laughs> it's also not her kink. <laughs> That's um, even better. I should have happened to talk about our podcast. God damn it. Well, <laughs> either way, Mates a Girl, I, I feel you. That's rough. <laughs> so he, she's meeting him that night and it's like seeming to be kind of like a special night. Like he wants to take her out on his boat and like take them to like a special place that they've never been before. And one thing about Macy is that she's kind of scared of water because when she was a child, she was really into swimming and like the water and stuff because her dad was a fisherman. He'd take them out on the boat all the time and she loved it. And she had an older sister and they used to go and like play in the water all the time. And then one day they like went somewhere they weren't supposed to and were playing in the water and then a sudden storm hit. And her sister got taken like underwater. And so she died and like her, she feels like her mom's never forgiven her because it was her idea to like go out where they weren't supposed to. And like, so she has quite a bit of trauma with this and is like scared of a storm coming basically and like um, capsizing a boat, stuff like that. That's super traumatic. Yeah. So she goes out on the boat with Cameron and Cameron is so excited, so affectionate. Like he really loves her and he's very sweet. And like he can't wait to take her on to this place, and he's like Sorry, it's a surprise. Annie. Yeah, how hot is Cameron? Like it, like describe Cameron. <laughs> like are we in the real kind of like a strapping young man with shortish um red hair, and like I think he's supposed to be kind of handsome, and he's a ginger. That's what I know about him. Oh, so he's just like a nice farm lad. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He meant to be like a gale. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Is there a whipping scene in this? 
Because that was my favorite part of the Hunger Games. Oh, mine too. <laughs> I was like, I didn't even read those books, but you know I went to that page. But I remember that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. All of a sudden, big storm clouds are being seen coming in really fast. The water's getting really choppy all of a sudden. She's flipping shit and he's kind of like, calm down. I got this. I got this. But like things are getting out of control. And the next thing she knows, she's in the water and she's trying to get up to the surface and the waves are coming and crashing and she's coming, going back under. And as the time goes, her body is like getting more and more tired. Like she can't get back up as fast and the waves are higher and things are getting pretty bad. And then, of course, fades to black. Oh, I love a classic end chapter on unconsciousness. But also that poor girl. Like, I would be stressed in that situation, obviously. And I'm not terrified of the ocean. Like, so is she very Eric? She's Eric. Mm, yes. They're, yes, kind <laughs> and of. Jax is Ariel. <laughs> yes. That is very astute. We love a gender. Swap. I was going to say she's like um, in Alanis Morissette's ironic, except with a boat instead of a plane. <gasps> wow. Great. Not afraid to fly. Topical reference. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Phenomenal. Um, okay. So she wakes up and she's like on this small island inside inside of a cave so there's like a big kind of cave cavern and there's no clear exit at all and then there's water surrounding like a small island area and intriguing setup that's where she is and all around her are like old crates and like old random items and that kind of stuff that seem kind of like to be from colonial days like washed up from shipwrecks of some sort yes like things that would be found in shipwrecks Mm-hmm. So uh, so she's on the island and she's kind of looking around and she can feel that somebody's watching her. So she's Ooh. like, I know you're here. Can you come out? Hello. And then all of a sudden she sees like a couple of hands kind of come up on top of the island and they're kind of like human hands, but more clawed and with Ooh, webs between... Yeah, web between the fingers. The man creature from Shape of Water. Ooh, yeah. And um, I still haven't seen that, but yeah. And then he comes up and he's kind of like, he comes up to like his waist and he's kind of like up against the islandy thing um, in the pool of water. And he has like, instead of having any hair, he just like his hair head goes, goes straight back. And then he has kind of two siphons on the side of his head, like kind of two swirly hole things. And um, he has a slit nose and his eyes have kind of horizontal rectangular pupils and stuff. Like, like so he he looks very not human, but like also very clearly like a man. Hmm. Um, and apparently it all suits him, but it's very other. Okay, uh, I, I'm just picturing the dude from Shape of Water. Yeah, I and am I was too. not, I was not not into that. So, all right, yeah. Yeah. He starts talking, and she's like, "Whoa, you speak English? Like, how do you speak English?" And he's like, this is the this is the language my people have always spoken. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, and so it's it's very much that Tarzan trope again that was kind of a little bit in the Dragon Kink book where mm-hmm. um, he's kind of like fascinated by humans and is like, what are you? What, the primitive what is man. this? Yeah, that primitive man vibe. So he's like he's like touching her and like is super interested about like yeah the way she looks and like um and all this stuff but he's also very distrustful of her like he immediately knows Hmm. that she's a human and he comes up onto the island 
and she kind of flips shit because uh he doesn't have legs or anything of course he has eight long big thick tentacles so he is he's the exact make of ursula but a hot man yeah but you know what ursula has a sister in the second movie and she's looks different so yeah, they come like in all shapes and sizes. Mm-hmm. I'm already more invested in this main character because when stuff like this happens, she like freaks out. She has like a reaction to weirdness as opposed to just being like, well, okay, I guess I'm going along with this now. So that's refreshing for a smut. Yeah, she is, like, she's weirded out, like, but she's also very curious and they kind of both have that enough. where they're like super curious of each other but also he's very untrusting of her and she's like scared of him that's kind of the vibe okay and um he keeps saying things like uh he's never seen a human close up before like he's only seen ghosts of humans and she's like what do you mean there are ghosts and he's like of course there are ghosts of humans and she's like kind of like weirded out but also like i guess this human talking like man sea creature is a thing so why wouldn't ghosts be a thing i guess like she's trying to like rationalize it in her brain ghosts are canon in this book (laughs) and he like is asking her questions about i don't know like about her hair like he doesn't have any hair so he's fascinated by her hair and uh like he's fascinated by how small she is you know he's like oh are all humans this small and all this kind of stuff when she asks things about the kraken he says i'll not betray my people to you is he like in hiding then or there's like a history there between Mm -hmm. the krakens and the i think there's a history is it gonna be like a romeo and juliet thing are they gonna bring the people together (laughs) (laughs) no spoilies all the humans drown (laughs) yeah that'd be a great So, yeah, they're kind of like playing this game after they've talked and he likes uh, is like trying to like kind of explore her a little bit. And he like touches her with his tentacle a little bit like in the thigh area. And then um, she's like, yeah, get off. You know, he won't let her leave. Like she says, like, "Okay, well, thanks for saving me. Like, thanks for doing this. Um, Can you get me back to shore now? And he's like, no. And she's like okay can you show me how to get out of here and get back to shore and he's like no you're not leaving like you're not going anywhere and uh so obviously she starts freaking out he is saying that he won't let her or in his mind he won't let her go because people right now don't know that krakens exist or like still exist or are around is what he's thinking so He's like, I can't let her go because then she'll tell everybody about Krakens and then they'll come after us is the idea. So he, again, is like trying to protect his people. And she's also asking things like in this situation about like, where's Cameron? Like, um, like you saved me. Where's Cameron? He's like, I only saw you. Um, Like, I don't see I didn't see anybody else. And so she's super upset and she's crying her eyes out. And, like, things are really bad. And he's, like, very uncomfortable with that. Like, he doesn't know if something's wrong with her because her eyes are leaking or if that's a human thing. Oh, like, right. Or both. <laughs> yeah. And so he's, like, he's just uncomfortable and he, like, has to leave. Like, he's, like, I'm, I'll, I'll come back later, basically. How like a man. The same across mm-hmm. all species. As he leaves, he's, like, wandering the sea a bit he's like uncomfortable with the idea that there was another human with her like he feels possessive of her already he's like no macy's my human why would there be another person with her he doesn't like that 
but he's also worried because he's like what if that other person saw something like all these possibilities so he um he goes out and he's like searching around and he finds the boat and he goes up and cameron's alive and he's in the boat and he's calling out for her calling out her name and Jax is like okay well this is my opportunity to kill him because then he can't yeah because he's like if i kill this human yeah then he can't tell yeah i won't have yeah exactly i won't have to compete but also what if he saw something and he's gonna know or whatever and nobody can know aside from the fact that this dude has tentacles these are all like some classic tropes here like this all is great super on board very within my comfort zone (laughs) Less <laughs> yeah <laughs> this book is this book is like not very it's honestly it's not very spicy at all which was a bit disappointing although kind of not disappointing oh. and um there's a few sex scenes which i'll describe okay. a bit, but like um, <laughs> i was like it's mostly Annie, why am i here <laughs> <laughs> but like mostly it's like kind of like a sweet romance story oh, but he's okay. just a pentacle monster you know i do like that um so as he wants to go and kill Cameron, he like imagines the face of like that Macy was just making when he said like, I didn't see another human and she thinks that Cameron's dead. Like that devastation in her face, he like is very uncomfortable with it and he doesn't really understand why, but he is. And so he doesn't want to kill Cameron because he doesn't want to like do anything that would put that on her face. So he's like waffling with it and then Cameron sails and it's gone and he like lets him go. He goes like and he's then swimming along the seafloor and he goes to his home, which is like the home of the Kraken and they call it the facility. And basically it's a bunch of buildings built by humans on the seafloor. So it's like an old abandoned kind of underwater exploration station. Um, That's very fun. Yeah, that now it's like where the Krakens live. So as he goes up to it. Now where they live? Or is it where they're from? Oh, did they used to be humans who evolved rapidly? Is that what you're asking? Something like that. Intriguing, intriguing. But everything will be explained. So um so yeah, they uh he goes up to it and like as he goes up, there's like a keypad and he presses the buttons and like he doesn't know what they mean. He just like Every Kraken knows, like, the order of them. Like, they are, from a child, are taught, like, this is how you get at the building, and they just know. So it's, like, generations of Krakens have lived in this building. And so, and as they go in there, there's, like, a bunch of old human shit, like, um, that they just, like, don't understand. So it's, like, a station that was abandoned. So, like, there's, like... Isn't it neat? Kind of, yeah. Except, like, the Krakens haven't like um uh haven't collected any of it it's just stuff that was there that the krakens have no use for they don't understand Mm. they just kind of is still there so they'll just be like you know things around there's like an infirmary there's like a mess hall there's cabins with like beds and clothes there's like all this stuff right and they just like there's no they're of no use to the kraken so they just kind of are there and they have so there's a few different buildings and so this one is uh it, the pressure is like still functioning so when they go into the building it it drains all of the water and then they're like um above ground you know inside the building but there are other buildings within this facility 
where uh, where it's been flooded and those are kind of like some of the places that the krakens like den in is what they call it like where they sleep and stuff because like krakens will sleep underwater but this is the main building and the main building is still like you go in and then the water drains and then the next set opens you know so can he like walk on land and breathe oxygen he can breathe oxygen just fine. Um, okay. they he, he doesn't really walk, right? Because he has tentacles, but he kind of is able to, you know. Does he have gills? Slither around. Um, he, I don't know if he has, I think he, he, he must. Yeah, he definitely has the siphons on the side of his ears, which blow out water and stuff and okay, like yeah. take in oxygen. Um, they may have described some some um, gills, but I don't really remember now, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he can breathe above water. He can breathe below water. He can scuttle around on his tentacles. But he does have to um, return to water, right? His home is in the water, but he doesn't necessarily have to. I don't think. <laughs> like, there's nothing that it's like, he'll die if he doesn't stay in the water. But, like, they're designed for water, so. I was wondering, because I had an amazing thought about the fact that he reminds me of Squidward from Squim- SpongeBob SquarePants and how he scuttles around like that. And no one reacted. And I was like, bitches? That was a good read. We couldn't hear you. I thought you were just doing a bit of emotion. No, I was like, I was doing the Squidward. <laughs> you were doing dance. Oh, no, now I'm picturing him as Squidward. Oh, no, Lana, no. Yeah, he's Squidward in my mind right now. No, he's Sorry, handsome so- Squidward. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> like that meme of Squidward with that face. Yes, that's exactly what I'm picturing now. So wait, so she is in the room where all of the water is gone, and that's how she's breathing underwater is because there's no water in the room. No, she's so still no, at the she's in a cave. she's in a separate place. She oh. is in this cave with the island and stuff. He left her there. Oh, he left her there. Okay, sorry. Yeah. So that's kind of like where he's keeping her. And I think we're meant to understand, although I don't know that it's expressly said, I think it is in the book, that this other stuff that is there is stuff that he's collected. So, like, that's kind of, like, the spot where he brings things away from the Kraken home. Oh, his Very little, little mermaid. Yeah, very, very little mermaid. Little mermaid. Okay, yeah. Is his father going to come and destroy everything? No. Oh. That's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. There's not a King Triton in this? There is not a sexy-ass King Triton? Wait, mm-hmm. I thought that was all Triton. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jax goes home, but, like, he talked... He- he thinks about how he like isn't home very often because he's called Jax the Wanderer. And so his mm. thing, which is different than most Krakens, is that he likes to explore. Like that's his thing is he kind of like wants to be like a little explorer adventurer man to go to different parts of like the sea that um, other Krakens don't go to. Because kind of the way that the Kraken society works is A, there's not very many of them in this area at least. There's like 60 or 70 like there's not a lot and they all live in this old abandoned facility and their life depends on like hunting and gathering basically um well just hunting actually because they don't eat any plant food they just eat fish so their whole life revolves around going on a hunt gathering food to feed them for like the next day kind of thing so that's that sort of like the crack and vibe. And so he's different because his whole focus is in staying close to the um, facility, like taking care of the women and children and elderly people and going on the hunt every day. He just wants to go wander. And he is naturally like super fit 
and hot and big and stuff. And so he's like supposedly like, you know, the strongest, the best among them. But he doesn't have that focus that they expect of him. So he's like an oddball. And his best Uh friend is the other oddball. So um, and that's who he goes and sees when he's at the facility. So he goes into the pool area and the pool area is kind of unofficially the area for his best friend whose name is Akron or Akron. Uh, I, I think Akron, I think. Oh. So he Sorry, is... this underwater area has a pool. This yeah. underwater yeah. facility. Because, because the facility has the this is the area, this is the building that the water drains out of when you go in the first room. So the rest of the facility is land and they have a pool that they used for training. I'm picturing like Great Blue Sea when they're in like the little area and there's like the dock that they lower the sharks onto. And then they let them go swim around. Like the cages when you go swim with sharks. But have you ever seen Great Blue Sea? No. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I, have. Like the, I, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah shit they have like Antarctica where you have all of the stuff inside and interconnected like rooms and buildings because you're not mm-hmm. allowed to go outside, but you still need to like exercise and look after yourself. So you got a pool, you got a running track. I get it. Or- yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Aynard is by the pool. He's lounging. Akron. Sorry. Akron. None, of, none of us can get it. Kay. He's lost us all already. Yet. <laughs> is, it a, is it a swimming pool? Like a man-made rectangular swimming pool? Or is Correct. it something like a... Okay. I thought like yeah. it would be like a dock where like you come out of the water onto the land. Oh, no, no, no. This is like in a room in the facility is they call it the pool room. The and there's the like, a, you know, like a training pool. So Akon's in the pool. Akon, yeah, sure. Akon is in. <laughs> that all right? No, his name is Akron. Oh, Akon. Okay. Oh no, it's Arkin. No, Arkin is Akron. Arkin or Akron? How is it spelled? A R. Oh yeah, so A R K O N is his name is Arkon. Arkon. Okay. Arkon is in the pool, and he is the other oddball of Kraken. So his thing. Is that he is kind of like an intellectual. So uh, rather than just being like hunter, look after, really practical. He is interested in things like arts and sciences. How dare he. So the thing he's doing in the pool is basically he's collected like thousands and thousands of little stones from like outside the facility of different colors and stuff. And he's created like a a giant mosaic on the bottom of the pool with all the stones in like really beautiful patterns um, as kind of like his artistic expression as a uh, uh, as a kraken. Well, I think and, that's making fun of this guy. He sounds like a sweetheart. I'm rooting for him. Yeah, he does. He is sweet. He's he's my favorite character, I think. But he's always like not quite satisfied with his own work. So like mm. uh, Jax will be like, it's beautiful, Archon. And he'll be like, mm. It's He's just a perfectionist. not quite right, though, you know? And so he decides, because um, uh, Jack says, like, well, what it needs is it needs a centerpiece. And he says, oh, you're exactly right. Can you get me a uh, piece of uh, Halorian, is what it's called. A uh, human sacrifice. <laughs> yeah, I was also <laughs> being, like, human. <laughs> I was thinking that, too. <laughs> and he's a piece, the beautiful woman I just found. Kill her. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that'd be a great conference. A piece of so, Halorian. <laughs> they don't really Halorian explain means human skull. Halorian. 
in this part, but basically he says like, oh, are you sure you'd want to bring this in here? It makes the technology go funky. And he's like, oh, a little piece will be fine. Um, Like, just please find me a little piece and, you know, you can keep it in its container if you need to, and then we'll put it in the pool. Nobody will notice. It'll be perfect. And he's like, okay, Archon, if that's what you want, you're very specific. And so... uh, Is it like a magnet or something? uh, (laughs) Intriguing. And so then... Archon also like his other favorite pastime is that the facility has these computers that like um have like are but they're locked and like they clearly have a way that you need to get into them and so Archon spends all of his time trying to figure out like how to unlock the secrets of the like computer to try and get into the computer to like learn things and like figure things out and understand things and that's kind of like his passions so he's cool I'm going to ship Archon and Cameron together. I think that that would be a good mix. Then it kind of cuts back to Macy. So Macy is like here on this island and she's like, okay, well, I can't just sit here forever. I'm all alone now. I got to figure shit out. So first thing she does is she like swims around and like kind of um, steals herself to like dive under the water, even though she's quite scared and like try and see if there's any obvious like holes to get out um anything i mean the worst has already happened macy like your greatest fear has already happened now you you don't have to be scared of the water anymore it's not like it's gonna happen again well she could drown though that would happen to her twice yeah yeah she's very unlucky a shipwreck is gonna happen to her twice nah she's fine (laughs) but it did it happened to her as a kid and then it happened to her just now yeah water hasn't been out for her yeah so she's trying to do that and then that fails and she's like okay there's no obvious way it's out i'm stuck in this place uh so the way the cave works is there's like a, a hole at the top that the sun kind of beats down on think exactly mako island from h2o just dead water Great. I know. Except exactly instead of what... the magic pool being on one side, imagine the magic pool is all around. Perfect. And then there's yep. the center island. No. That was me doing H2 with the subar. Clear. No. Oh, no. <laughs> Clear. No. no. Fuck it. Time for the water. Clear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Clear. <laughs> Anyway, she is realizing that on this island, because it's like it's just sand, right? And like these boxes and stuff that she's like fucking cooking under the the sun on this island. And so she's like, okay, well, I need to figure something out. So she's like, I'm going to go and start looking through these boxes. So she's looking through the crates and she finds a few things that can help her. So she finds like a big piece of fabric, like a big kind of like um, canopy kind of thing. And she finds some poles and she finds a knife, which she's like, better hide that from Jax. And um, and so what she does is she uses like the poles with a couple of empty crates. And then she um, takes the canvas and cuts holes in the corners and then pulls them around the crates. So she's kind of created herself like a little like leaning tent thing. And then so she's like, cool, job one done. Job two, I'm fucking thirsty. So then she sees on the side of the... Um, of the cave there's like a little waterfall and so she kind of swims over to there and there's a cup in one of the crates and she tastes it and it's fresh water so she's like good so um, she seems like practical that's good yeah then she has her water she has her 
um, she has her shelter and she kind of like lies down to sleep. Jax comes back and he kind of pops up and he's like, well, shit, you've been busy. And he dumps like uh, some fish in front of her and she's like, oh, great. Thanks. Um, (laughs) And so, yeah, exactly. So he's like, eat fish. And she's like, just like looks at it and like ignores it. And then he kind of harumps and starts eating it. And then she's like, that's gross. Very golem energy, you know? Yeah. A little bit. Oh yeah. Oh no. <laughs> uh so she's like, I can't she's like, I can't eat that. It's gonna make me sick. Like I need to cook it. And he's like, What? You don't eat fish, you just eat plants. And he's like, That's why your teeth look so funny, because he has little sharp teeth. Um mm-hmm. and uh and she's like, okay, No, I can't eat tearing. fish. Like I just <laughs> I need it to cook, so I need fire. And um he knows what fire is and he and she's like oh you know fire and he's like yeah i think i saw it on the computer once or the computer uses it when it overheats or or something he like knows about it from the computer and she's like what computer uh and he's like i did nothing uh and he's like oh i'm not gonna discuss that with you because now she's he's like wait does she know what a computer is yeah so like okay everyone knows what a computer is fire is like up in the air but yeah it's like a bit confusing like because they have some technology still but not all like some of it she's like oh wow like this looks like old technology but for to them old technology means good technology you know so it's kind of like i don't know it's kind of hard to say and then they also have bants because she's like drinking from this cup and he's like whoa that's fresh water get that away from you it'll kill you and she's like i'll die if i don't drink this and he's like fresh water kills people you're you're dooming yourself and she's like no i have to drink water and he's like humans are very weird oh i Um, love this they're learning about each other's cultures yeah so there's a lot of that in the first part of this book he's like oh i think there's something back at the facility but i think he just calls it home or something he he doesn't want to give her details yet uh that can help so he knows there's like a heat gun um that he's seen at the facility so he's like okay i need to go get that for her uh, first they have like a bit of a fight because um she wants him to tell about the computer and he's like I don't talk about it like I'm not gonna tell you about that and then she kind of like is talking about like oh well like can you bring me like can you show me and stuff and he's like saying like no you're not leaving you're not going anywhere and then they kind of get in a fight how she's kind of like a captor so she's like crying and is like oh yeah I'm a prisoner here like don't pretend you're so nice like you know you're keeping me here basically as he leaves to get be, to go get the heat gun and she's like giving him the cold shoulder he like goes and refills up her cup with the fresh water and leaves it next to her so Aww, like little nice sweet. things yeah so then he goes and he goes back to the facility and he gets the heat gun and then he comes back and he like she's asleep at that point so he just watches and is like obsessed like he's like finding himself feeling very possessive and like drawn of course to her he's like very into her and she's kind of feeling the same way like she feels like she should be horrified by him and really scared of him but she's like not so then he comes back um with the heat gun and they get the fire going it's a bit confusing but basically they have to go like there's a bunch of vines kind of by the waterfall and as they're getting uh the 
the water to like cook the fish and stuff or like to keep the fish until he gets back with the heat gun like she like notices that the um vines look good and strong so that's like kind of a thing that she's like Ooh, okay locking away so he brings back the heat gun and they get the fire going and um and then she like cooks the fish and he's like kind of doing like you know like you're ruining it she's like of course no eating yeah like no eating it raw is gross and then he's like do you think i'm gross then and she's like no i don't think you're gross she's like Um, this is just a scene from lord of the rings this is someone's (laughs) kamshi and golem (laughs) you're ruining it um (laughs) it is kind of like that actually but he's kind of sweet like she finds she has like these leaves that are um oh this is what it is it's not when they're going to get water from the waterfall that she realizes the vines are strong it's because they're getting kindling um to start the fire and so that she's snapping the dry vines off and she's realizing that they seem like strong and like good against the wall so anyway so like as they eat she like talks about how like they eat um plants and animals and how they use spices from plants to make food taste different and he's like kind of interested he's like oh i'd like to try that even though he's kind of like wary of it you know and like he's like like your wife when you introduced her to seasonings (laughs) yeah (laughs) so then she's like talking about spices and she's talking about like how much her dad likes spicy food and how he like always wants everything to burn his mouth off and how funny that is and they're kind of laughing and then again it kind of reminds her like that she'll never see her family again and she's kind of like crying and um, you see it's such a fucking downer like oh my god they're having a good time then she just has to cry about her fucking family my god Macy get over it this is so pretty then, much like Beauty and the Beast, but with tentacles. Yeah, yes. it has that vibe too. Yeah, totally. So then he starts like, you know, because she's like, just let me leave. Just let me leave. And he's like, I don't t- start that again. Like, we're not doing that again. So then he starts to storm off to leave. And she like freaks out because she doesn't want to be alone again. So she like starts crying. And she basically like stumbles after him into the water and is like, don't leave me. You know, Samwise Gamgee vibes. Um and so then, uh, but then he turns around and they like hold each other. And Aww. like, there's like, you know, like his skin feels really warm and strong to her. And like his, her, his smells attract her. Like it's very like they're getting a lot of like those intense attraction feelings. Yeah. Is he and slimy? No. So that's the thing that when she's first like inspecting his tentacles, she expects it to be slimy, but it's not. It's like warm and soft. Oh, um, skin. Oh, because I was going to say the same thing. I'm like, how is he warm? I would think he'd be like super yeah. cold and also slimy and gross. But no, okay, great. No, Most of not. the hentai ones are slimy. So this is a fair assumption across the board. <laughs> yeah, no, he's not. As like they're holding each other and like she's calming down from crying and he's comforting her. She like asks him like, don't you understand why I'd miss my family? Like, don't you have family that you love? And he kind of explains like that Kraken like aren't like that at all. The males will like mate with the females to get them pregnant. But then like they have no part in their lives. Like he has no idea who his dad was. He's like, Hmm. oh, he's probably one of the like Kraken who taught me how to hunt. But I don't know. And um, the moms like 
just take care of the young until they're old enough to kind of go off on their own. Like he's more animal, you know? Um, So he doesn't really have those same like ideas of like, you know, love and like he doesn't understand. Yeah. When she's explaining how like with Cameron, she was supposed to, they call it joining in this world instead of marrying, but she was supposed to join with him. And like, he doesn't understand like, oh, they would stay together forever. Like, and she's like, yeah, it's awesome. Like, you know, if you love somebody and you like get to be with them and you stay with them forever and stuff. And he's kind of like, you know, starting to like that. He's like, oh, well, you you can't do that with that dude because I saw him in the boat and he's definitely dead. He was the dead well, ginger one, right? Definitely this dead. Is, <laughs> this is when he's starting to feel all sappy. So um, he tells her that Cameron's alive. That he saw her, oh, saw him. Simp. And she, yeah, 100%. And then she's like so relieved. And he's like, are you joined with him? Like very jealous. And she explains, I'm expected to be and he loves me, but I don't love him that way. But I'm going to be with or I was going to be with him anyway, because that's what everybody wanted for me, blah, blah, blah. And then um, Jax explains this very sweet thing that I think the author was just trying to get across, to be honest, because it's kind of the theme of this book is um this whole idea of like you have to feed yourself first so uh i love that oh yes i'm all in that's delightful so he's like explaining to her you know like you've always lived for like your family like you've always been close to your dad because and like your parents you've been trying to make up for this thing that happened with your sister although i don't think he she explains the sister thing yet like you're living in their footsteps you're going to be with cameron because your parents want you to be and you don't want to let him down and you can't be your best self and you can't take care of the people around you unless you feed yourself first so that's kind of like his thing so she's like pretty moved by that but like she's like thinking about this idea and she's kind of like rejecting it in her brain you know like oh i can't do that there's no way i could do that uh so at that point she's kind of like hey i'm hungry like can you go get me some food basically and so uh, he leaves. And while he leaves, she's like, okay, I have this one moment. And so she goes and she starts to try and climb the vines. Okay. So she's like trying to escape. And um, as she's climbing, like there's some ones that are dead. And she thought like as she's getting higher, like it's not as strong as she thought it was. And so things are kind of like falling and like things are getting really dicey. And at this point, she's really high up and like she's going to hit the rock. Oh no! along the edges instead of the water so it's going to be bad and as she gets about halfway she falls and so then it switches to jack's perspective and he comes back in to the place after hunting and is looking for her and then he sees that she's like on the vines and he's like what the hell and so then he runs like he swims over there and he catches her just in time but he's like Oh, good timing <laughs> um, jacks very romantic oh that's yeah good. and he's like what were you trying to do were you trying to kill yourself i didn't think like that you would have that in you and she's like i had to try to escape like i had to do it and then he's like you're not going anywhere you're mine because at this point he's like fully obsessed with her like fully obsessed and so then she calls him a monster and he says <gasps> krakens are exactly what humans made us so, uh, the humans were the monsters all along guys cephalopod yes they were doing experiments there you on go them. it's not where they lived 
now it's where they've always lived because they were created in the laboratory. Yeah. Okay. So I'll just explain it because <laughs> oh you guys God. got it. Like they explain it later. No, I guess yes. they evolved from humans. That's like a very different guess than these are escaped lab experiments. Very maximum ride. I love it. Krakens are basically, um, uh, what are those called? Uh, lab experiments, octopus? cephalopods, humans, no, 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 no. squid, coelacanths. Oh my god. Am I um, No, none of those are right. You know that episode of Full Metal Alchemist where that weird scientist is experimenting on daughter? Homunculus. That is basically what they are. What? Because they spliced no. human DNA with octopus DNA Very to cool. try and make one uh, one perfect animal. The author did not have to explain, like, why they came to be. Like, we could have just accepted Krakens at face value. I appreciate this extra bit of science fiction attention to detail. That's fun. So they have this big blowout, basically, and then he leaves, and then they're both sitting there, and they both feel super shitty about what they said. Like, he's like, I pushed her too far, and uh, she's like, oh my god, I don't believe I called him a monster. Like, what the fuck? So, um... They're both feeling really like guilty, but still kind of angry. So then he like comes back and they're both like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, basically. At that point actually is when he explains, because she's like, what did you mean when you said that? And so he explains like, he's like, what you don't act, you don't know? And she's like, no, I have no idea. And so he explains it. And she's like, no humans know about that. There are no humans that, that know that that's a thing that happened. And so he's kind of like shook because he kind of like has this distrust of humans because of like their history together. So anyway, in all this time and ruminating on their feelings, yada, 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 she tells him that like she wants to stay with him. And this part, it doesn't really make sense in the book, but it's fine. She is <laughs> like, I want to do what you said about feeding myself first. And I don't, want to go back to land anymore um i'm gonna like miss my family and all this stuff but if they think that i'm dead then i can just live for me so she's like i want to stay with you but only if you agree to let me like go exploring with you like i want to stay with you and i want to do what you want to do and explore places like a, a dubious decision but okay I feel like her family will be very sad thinking that she's dead. Yeah, pretty shitty, right? <laughs> yeah. So then they're like talking about how he's like, okay, but you know, like the Kraken's like, I have to remain in the sea. Like um, I, I'm a sea dweller. Like if you're exploring with me, then it's going to have to be in the water. And like, I know you're scared of the water. And, um, and she's like, no, I understand. And then she explains exactly what happened with Selena and her sister, like how she drowned. And Jax is really like interested and like wants to hear about it and like ask follow up questions and is like really comforting and sweet and all these things. And she's like so moved because she's like, nobody ever wants me to talk about it. Like everybody wants to forget about it or wants me to forget about it. Nobody lets me open up and that kind of stuff. And so it's just like, you know, like really moving to her. And then they kiss. Um, and he's like, whoa, what was that? Because he doesn't know about kissing. But he knows about computers. <laughs> kissing? Foreign. Computers? Yes. Good. He has human yes, yes. DNA. He has the urge to kiss. I get it. Mm -hmm. And he's like, that is the best feeling I've ever had in my whole life. Holy shit. Oh, just like, um, hang on there, buddy. 
And it's just <laughs> like that was just lips touching. Like it wasn't even a deep kiss. When he originally came back, when she was up on the vines, he had hunted for her and he brought her some lobster. And so they're oh, like eating the lobster nice. together. Um, and he's like, so the rumors are true. What Kraken say that humans can't breathe underwater. And she's uh-uh. like, nope. Uh, and so he's like, well, that is going to be a pickle. <laughs> um, <laughs> so then she's like, okay, well, you said like, because they've talked a bit about like the computers, the facility, yada, yada. She's like, you say that where you live used to be like where humans were. If they lived down there and if it was made by humans, then they had to get there somehow. So maybe you can find a suit. And he's like, I think there might be something there like that. And he's like, I'm interested. He goes back to the facility to try and like find a like swimsuit for her. He's looking around and then he's like, oh, maybe they trained in them. So then he goes to the pool area um, and he's like searching through lockers in the pool area and he finds the suit and then like this helmet. And the helmet is like, um, it's just like a half piece of glass, just like the front piece, you know? And then the suit looks really small. So he grabs a couple of them and is leaving. And then as he leaves, this other Kraken comes in. And his name is Dracus. He's kind of been mentioned before because he's the typical Kraken. Like he's like the big hunter man who's kind of in charge of all the hunts. And he's very angry about Jax like not being there, you know. He's um, a Chad. Yeah. Me yeah. octopus man. Me hunt. <laughs> so so it's a great dishonor like and really but like not okay if a kraken refuses to go on a hunt however so Jax has never refused to go on a hunt but he's just always wandering he's never there so he's missed a lot of hunts but he's never actually like refused if he's there he'll go yeah. with them so dracus is like he really hates him like for some reason he like hates Jax, and i think it's because he's jealous of him but he's like what are you doing in here i'm looking for arkin what are you doing in here and he's like oh i'm doing the same thing as you just like we're arkin and he's like well there's a hunt happening so you better come and he's like no i'm not going on the hunt and he's like what he challenges him to like a fight and like a, an official duel situation and Jax is like i'm not gonna fight you dracus um and they have a lot of testosterone amongst each other and then um they do a lot of pointing and then uh eventually dracus like leaves him like lets him leave but is like super pissed so he gets back um and then when he comes back she's like asleep and so he goes and he sleeps next to her and he's like kind of like one of his tentacles is like laying near her um so then the next morning she wakes up and she like sees that it's like right near her and she's like oh is he reaching out to me um and then he she like tries to like touch it and then there's there's like this really weird tickling scene which i have a oh. lot of negative feelings about because i don't like tickling as a <laughs> thing like because tickling. the competitive documentary. tickling documentary that really yeah. fucked me up also it's not sexy yeah she's like you're ticklish Jax. And he's yeah. like what's ticklish and so then he's like she's like tickling around all of his little suckers on his tentacles is and- it a ticklish thing or is it like a sensitive turned on thing she they're specifically talking about tickling but i don't know okay and then he's like are you ticklish and so like he like picks her up by one of her feet sees and like tickles her feet <laughs> with his tentacle and she's like, <laughs> there's like lots of laughing and it's fucking weird and i'm like why are you guys talking about tickling so much 
Because I was thinking about other books where like there's wings and they touch wings and the, the wings are like super hypersensitive and like Mm-mm. very like turned on. So but, the yeah. the suckers can taste slash smell like they get senses. Yeah. So like in that way, but this is okay. Yeah. So it's the same, but um, but this is specifically about them being ticklish and it's fucking weird. I love that we're drawing the line at tickling it's like mm-hmm. that's the I'll thing read that about like, almost anything not. but tickling is tickling is torture i i hate being tickled it's it's the most uncomfortable sensation ever so then he's like shows her the suit and she's like oh i'll learn how to turn this on so um or i'll learn how to make the suit work so like there's like a um like this little like box thing that's with the suit and so she touches it and like a hologram comes up she already knew about holograms Is because the I ghosts? guess they have that. Exactly. So the ghosts <laughs> that he's always talking about are like in the facility. There's like hologram things that pop up. And so and like the computer will talk to them like when they go in, it'll be like pressure stabilizing. And like they know that as a human voice. So they like they thought that was ghosts, but it's just a hologram. So anyway, this hologram's name is Sam. Sam the hologram. And he leads her through putting the suit on. And, like, the first thing he says is, like, suits are put on with nothing underneath, so please undress. And then uh, she's like, turn around. Um, But then there's a whole other thing where uh, he's like, let me start the demonstration. And so then the hologram is, like, nude. And then Jax is like, what is that? Because he's, like, you know, his dick out. And he's like, do men just have their dick out all the time? Uh, So then... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> how uncouth it's kind of less cute when he's dumb about sexy things like when he's like you cook your fish that's one thing but when he's like what's a penis that's like you know, less he knows what a penis sexy. is but he's weirded out by it being he's weirded out by the anatomy of it yeah mm-hmm. oh okay so okay a flaccid okay. a flaccid dick is never sexy that's true yeah especially on a hologram named sam mm-hmm. so then she's like you know turn around and he's like why do you want me to turn around and she's like because you know i don't want you to see me naked and so then immediately as she suggests that he's like wait why have i not been thinking about what's under your dress that much and he's like does like he's like oh men's human men anatomy looks so different than my anatomy i wonder what female human anatomy looks like and he's just like really really wanting to see her naked now and then mm-hmm. when he turns back around and she's in like a super skin tight suit because the, the suit like stretches to like fit the body perfectly he is like fully obsessed with seeing what is under there and he's like can barely hold it in and his uh his own peen is threatening to make itself known Oh, so, do we have another emerging peen scenario? I had correct. lots of reactions on that from folks. Uh, all positive, but a lot of alien gifts. Yeah. Mm. Yes. The uh, he so, yeah. similar, similar to Win, except without the vaginal slit part. He does wow. have a dick that comes out. He has a it, retractable penis. That was an old yes. disappointment. The vaginal slit part was very fun. Mm-hmm. So he like it is lubricated and stuff, but he doesn't have the slit. Like Danny yeah. would like penetrate the slit and stuff with his own dick. Like that's not a thing that can happen. They like put on the suit and then the like mask like sucks on to the like where the hood is of the like suit. Um, and so then it's like fully and like it automatically pressurizes. And then Sam the hologram like talks in her head so she can like control like turn on a light or keep it off or like there is like super high tech. 
they go out together and he, they're so excited and they're exploring together and they explore this whole like forest of seaweed and he shows her. So one thing that um, Kraken can do is they can completely camouflage. So like he, he can, can t- completely turn like the exact color of like the forest or the rocks. So like he's oh, basically invisible. Yeah. Yeah. So he gets mad at her at the beginning because she's like, whoa, your skin changes like mine skin doesn't change. And then later when he comes back after she like before she built her shelter and her skin is pink, he's like, you lied to me, you sneaky human. You are different. And she's like, no, on purpose. <laughs> and like, That's just like a little <laughs> mishap. So they do the, the wander and they have like the best day ever. And then they come back to like the island and she's like, that's the most fun I've had in years. Like, I'm so happy. And then they like super make out, like super like hot yeah. make out. And he is a natural, let me tell you. They are doing that for like days. Like they're just kind of like many days later. So they've been um, just exploring and enjoying each other's company. But then like having the like cave island thing is their home base and this whole time he's been like hunting for her and stuff and at a certain point she's like okay i need to like we need to go to shore and get me some plants because i have literally only eaten fish since i got here so they like go he's like okay and like this is a big moment of like them moving towards like being um yeah trusting each other and loving each other yeah yeah so uh they go and they explore the coastline uh, a little bit and they like go into this foresty area and they get all these plants and she's like that one's poisonous this one's good to eat and then she's like this is a delicious plant and then she like tries to get him to eat it and he's like fuck that no so then they start swimming back to the cave and as they're swimming this like giant shadow goes above them and it's this huge sea creature called a razorback razorbacks are like this like sharks it's basically a shark, but um, and maybe that's all like it's a megalodon. To be, except, yeah, they're really big, and they like will eat basically like whatever prey they find. Okay. So, uh, including krakens, like they're like the biggest predator of krakens. But usually, oh, no. they stay in like the open water area, like deep water. Whereas krakens, because of um razorbacks, they often like basically stay into like relatively shallow water it's like areas kind of near the coasts and stuff um because it's safer there and so the fact that there's a razor back in the shallow area is like really fucking weird but basically they don't see it until it's too late and it sees them and so it starts coming after them so he like freaks out at the idea of her getting hurt he like grabs her and they like super swim really fast to like some rocks and then he um they push through and then he camouflages like he covers her and then camouflages himself as like the rock um good job and so it's Mm -hmm. like the razorback is like trying to get in but then it like can't see them and uh and so it just kind of like hovers around for a while, but it doesn't wait and stalk prey, I guess. It's not the way it hunts. So like it leaves after a while and they uh, get back to um, they get back to the island and then they get there and they have very high emotions and they can't help it. And they pull Thanks. together and they have a passionate kiss oh, okay. and uh, Jax is overwhelmed and he's like, and he's feeling a little bit um, like Macy won't like what he see, what she sees, because he saw the human, the hologram 
naked and saw that human men have their um like genitals on the outside and his hang out on the inside unless aroused and so he now knows that they're very different than humans and he's worried that macy won't like it that she'll be weirded out from it love this trope i i didn't quite realize how often um internal male genitalia was a thing in in primates primates are the only animal that have external genitalia it's so interesting yeah so like humans monkeys all that like it's an obvious like um vulnerability yeah i know that there's like real reasons for it but it seems crazy but anyway so yeah he is concerned and so they have this kiss and she like wants it and he's like no no macy i need a minute and so he like goes (laughs) off (laughs) he leaves the cave and she's kind of like chilling and they're yeah like kind of okay they're waiting like a a day or so to make sure that the razorback has moved on because i guess they don't hang out they're they're usually not in that shallow of water and they usually don't hang around in one spot for long so they're okay we'll give it a day and so Jax has kind of gone off and macy is now in the cave and she's like well i might as well continue exploring these crates because she hasn't opened all of the crates Mm -hmm. and at the bottom of one of the crates she finds like this locked box and she um breaks it open and in it is like a couple different um like basically artifacts from like the colonial humans (gasps) and one of the things that they're what yeah one of the things that there is is like this music device um and and this is one of those technologies that has been kind of lost over the years because i i don't know why it's an ipod shuffle it's yeah, they Zoom. don't have them anymore. <laughs> I had what was it called? A mini disc player. That's oh, what I had mini before disc. my the first mini time. clips. Mini clips. Um and uh yeah, so now they have like classic human instruments and stuff, things that don't need like um power basically, uh, because they don't have power basically <laughs> on Earth mm-hmm. or on Halora. And so she opens up this music and it's music she's never heard before i think the idea is it's kind of like synthy or something i don't know but uh so she is overcome with the music and dances i in this scene could only imagine that really uncomfortable scene from harry potter seven part one with the like weird dancing out of the blue uh, which is kind of cute and kind of cringy it's everyone everyone hated except alana because Lana loves when people are walking and a they're journey. on a journey. She loves I <laughs> walking I through forests. I loved that scene and love that song. It's so good. And it is a good okay, song. Okay, now it's making me like this part of that book more because I'm like, oh yeah, that's what they're well, that's what she's dancing to. What a great song. What a magical <laughs> moment this is. <laughs> so she's I hope dancing. The Kraken comes back. Mm-hmm. The Kraken comes back. So Jax oh, comes back and is like mesmerized by her movements uh mm-hmm. and is very like macy what are you doing and she's like dance with me jack jacks and so they uh like start moving and then things get sexual and they're like kissing and touching and he's like you don't want this macy and she's like yes i do she's like no and then they have super fucking sound- down sorry just like imagine the sound that is like 
legs are making like when they're yeah. dancing like it would just nope. be like a like <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> it's so <laughs> gross like i think about it and i'm like you've ruined the beautiful dance okay so they are touching and feeling each other and she says that's what she wants and so he takes one of his tentacles and starts moving it up towards her like upper thigh vagina area and he yeah, touches girl. inside of her vulva and is like that is tasty <laughs> and because remember yeah. he can taste through his through his suction right Right, right. So he's like, I need this right now. And so he sits her on the edge of the island and then is in the water himself with her legs, you know, spread. And uh, then he eats her out until she orgasms. And it's great. That sounds then, I'm glad. Fucking good amazing. job, Jax. That yeah. sounds great. I'm glad yes. he enjoyed the taste because she has not showered or bathed in. Well, a she's been days. doing she's, she's been around. doing a water bath in the in the waterfall. Also, yeah. I want to imagine that she was already like super into hentai. Like her whole Pornhub is just like hentai, and she's like, "Well, this is like the <laughs> ideal situation." She didn't for have me. internet. Yeah, she, she doesn't have internet. Even know. I do like this backstory. Oh, not Pornhub. Never mind. <laughs> After he eats her out, he like goes up. And uh, he has now fully come out and he has uh, a long, thin dick that is um, like um, self-lubricating. And oh, at the end ideal. of it, there are little baby suckers. <gasps> we love the suckers. Whoa. The suckers are great. Why did I just read the head suckers? I don't know. Suckers are great. Pro sucker. Well, in... Um... All I wanted was sushi, and then I got abducted by yes. aliens. That was he it, also he had a suckers clit at the sucker. base. Oh, it's good shit. More, more aliens with suckers. Yeah, is his more of like a latching sucker, or is it a pleasure sucker? Um, I don't know that they specifically say in this one. I don't believe so. Um, that it is like for latching to mm. like how it was in the alien one, where he was like, mm. "We do this to uh, reproduce." Um. He just kind of uses it to pleasure her. I'm not sure. I uh, find it fucking hilarious that we found the one instance where the all I wanted was sushi had more world building than another book. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That book had no, I love that book. Oh my God. So fucking good. <laughs> uh, it had everything I wanted in a book. Anyway, um, so yeah, then uh, they have penetrative sex. She comes again. He comes again. Everything is nice. great. Good mm, for them. Magical. And so then he, uh, it's like the next day and he again is off because um, he's a wanderer. And so he just leaves her in the cave, I guess, because he's still worried about the Razorback and is off. Be and as, as he is uh, wandering the seafloor, he sees kind of in the distance a kraken. And he's like, what's a kraken doing by themselves? Because they always like hunt in packs. And so as he gets closer, he realizes it's his best friend, Archon. And he's like, like, I've been looking everywhere for you. Where have you been? Uh, and Jax is like, what are you talking about? And if you remember when Jax went to go get the suit for Macy, he ran into Dracus. And, the bad guy. and he the refused bad guy. to hunt. And he refused the hunt, and oh, that was right. a big deal. And they had, like, a kind of posturing thing, and then he left. And so he's saying, like, 
Gracchus is saying that you refuse to hunt, which is like a big no-no, right? Um, he's saying that you have left the people and that you're lying and holding Jesus. things back. And so he's That's like, Gracchus is ready to like tell everybody that you have been like forsaking your people and it's this whole thing like why are you like why did you refuse the hunt why haven't you been around like tell me what's happening basically Dracus needs to chill the fuck out man jack says i can't tell you right now right here but could you meet us please at the broken cavern and the broken cavern is like a place that they used to like explore together when they were kids uh like meet me there tomorrow basically and i'll tell you everything it and sounds like a really fun bar like, yeah, it does that. It, it, you know what? Their description cavern. of it, it does seem like it would be a cool bar. Amazing. A really cool, like, swim up bar. Do you remember in High School Musical 3 where they go to, like, the junkyard and they just have their, like, junkyard <laughs> yes. songs? That's what I'm The picturing. boys are back. Yeah. The yeah, boys are back. They're fucking banging shit together, like old ship's wheels and stuff with their tentacles. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we're reunited, best friends. My yeah. brain went more like Atlantis. Oh but yeah, maybe that's probably more apropos, honestly. <laughs> <Bars are laughs> maybe it's both. <laughs> um, so then he goes back to Macy and tells him, "I just ran into Archon. Uh, like, there's a lot of tension happening. They think that I'm uh lying." She's like, "Well, what are you lying about? Like, why are you lying?" And he's like, "Well, I'm lying about you." And she's Obviously. like, "You haven't told anybody about me." And he's oh like, my God, I girl. don't, I don't want to tell anybody about you. Like, I want you just to myself because he's very possessive and loving her now and all this stuff. Also, and the she's like, basis of their their people is that they were non consensually experimented upon by humans. Like, correct. <laughs> pretty big reason they were why not he's not just telling. Experimented upon, they were created by yes. humans. Yeah, yeah. As they are talking, they get heated and not heated in an argument way heated in a sexy way and he uses his suckers to um to get her off so that's like the closest we get to real tentacle porn i love an angry fuck the next day they go to the broken cavern and it has like a huge like mural on the wall that was like created by the first humans because what it was the first humans on holora because it was an old like human inside a cave cavern area like a old like dock i believe like that kind of thing and it had like a big mural on the wall and it was um it's like seems really cool and like has pillars and shit i think that's what i'm imagining i love so it's like yeah so it's this cool area and it has like an old um ladder for them to climb up out of the water onto like the stone kind of area and so they do that, and then uh, Jack Sorry, says, "This is them climbing the ladder." Is <laughs> and then this is them landing on the stone. <laughs> Lana, gross. Sorry, that's so <laughs> gross. Is that all you're imagining is them walking up and then just like sliding down. And this is like... why I read smut and not watch porn because I don't want to think about the noises or the fluids. <laughs> and you can just avoid thinking about that in smut. Oh, I find it weird that you don't like fluids, but it. you like Morning Glory Milking Farm. Okay, Morning Glory Milking Farm is a fucking masterpiece. And if this is the hill I have to die on, I will. <laughs> 
Also, Kelsey, feel free to remove all of my sound effects during this episode. But no, I leave them in, Kelsey. That that's what I'm thinking the entire <laughs> Live time. Live with your choices. <laughs> I have listened to the bit in the Soul Eater episode, Lana, where you do his like the thousand, thousand screams. Yeah, a thousand screams. Oh, that is a good, in the gym, that is a good Dead silent. It was me and two old men were working out silently. And then you did that and I heard it for the first time. And I was like snorting, like on a weight bench. And they looked at me like I was having a medical issue. It was great. It was so good. <laughs> okay. So Macy is told to go hide behind a pillar. And so she like takes off because the... um the way her suit works it has that like mask and then it has a hood so she like takes off her mask and her hood and puts them down and is there behind the pillar and uh and then archon comes and he's like what did you want to tell me and Jax is like well what would you say if i told you i had spent this whole time with a human girl and she's like and he says something like yeah I would think that is not a funny joke, my friend, or something like that. Uh, (laughs) Fucking nerd. (laughs) (laughs) And so then uh, he's like, well, here she is. And so Macy comes out and uh, Archon is like very like, whoa, what the heck? Um, But like is able to tell that they smell like each other uh, because every Ah. non-human character in these books has excellent sense of smell. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, oh, you've mated. And they're like, yup, super into (laughs) each other. And Jax is like holding her really close and is like obviously very protective. And he's like, well, like if it makes Jax happy, blah, blah, blah. So that's nice. And then, and he's mostly like just kind of fascinated. Like he just wants to ask her questions. So Mm -hmm. Jax is like, fine. And he's like, okay, what questions? gonna ask he's like and you want to come see my mosaic it's like, fucking <laughs> <yeah>. amazing <laughs> so then just as like that's about to happen um a uh like bunch of tentacles come out of the water <gasps> and wrap around macy's ankle and yank him down her down bad under guy. the water the ursula guy. it's fucking Kragus or whatever his name is <laughs> it's Kragus. Excellent guesses all around. His name is Dracus. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, and it is in fact Dracus, Mongolia, whatever. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, <laughs> so Dracus pulls her underwater and is like trying to go off with her, and obviously Jack's like flips shit, and so he's like Arkan, hold Macy back, and so Arkan is holding Macy, and then um. And then Jax runs in and then it's just like tentacles and bubbles and, you know, like crazy <gasps> underwater fight shit. Uh, oh and things are super intense. And super then um, Macy's like, help him, Archon. Like, what are you doing? Help him. And so then Archon is like, you promise you won't get involved and you'll stay here and be safe. And she's like, yeah, sure. Because, um, you know, she wants to go and help her man. So uh, she promises and then Archon jumps into the water and pretty like almost very soon after that um they are dragging like archon comes back up and then it's Jax, who has many injuries but he's dragging like a very very badly injured dracus back up so Jax won the fight and so now dracus is like being held like like chokeholdy on um from Jax and he's like what were you doing you were trying to kill my woman and he's like I wasn't trying to kill her I was just trying to bring her 
back so that I could prove your treachery to everyone. Oh, and uh, they're down, like, dude. And then humans we were can't kill breathe her. underwater, dumbass. Yeah. Like, uh, and he's like, oh, I didn't realize that humans can breathe under the water i wasn't trying to kill her i was just trying to bring her back to prove that you're awful jacks oh my gosh um, is dracus gonna have a turnaround moment are we gonna yeah. love dracus is Kragus just like a massive himbo and he's not me he's just so <laughs> stupid what's his name Kragus. <laughs> obviously it's Kragus. um he gets he's yeah Timothy. he is he gets a little bit of a turnaround. I think he's going to have okay. a book in this series. I'm pretty positive. I was going to say, he's fourth book material. Fourth love book material. when they yeah. do that. Oh, I love when they make the villain. They give him a little arc. Jax is like, no, like, she's not going anywhere, blah, blah, blah. And Macy is like, I don't want to cause a rift between you and your people. So I think I should go back to the facility with you and you can show them me and that I'm not a threat. I'm not a bad person and then like you can have a better relationship with your people because you obviously care a lot about your uh your like the krakens and all of them and so I don't want to cause any rift so we should go back and Jax is very like no not a bad idea and she's like no Jax I think we should let's do it and so they agree they go back to the facility and they go to the mess hall which is kind of like where they end up just gathering because it's the biggest space in the main building and so she, they like hide her behind them, like very like reveal. Uh, Drag race, Paolo. <laughs> oh, <like> this <laughs> and this could make a princess. Princess. <laughs> Excellent reference. Very topical. <laughs> Basically, all the krakens they shell them. Like here's Macy. She's a human, and they're all like a human. Evil. Kill her. Dracus is like, I think we should not kill her, but I think you guys should all know that Jax is very bad and forsaken his people and he should be <laughs> hated for this because he's still Punished. like, I'm the best and Jax is the worst. There's like a group of like other kind of huntery kraken who are very into the idea of killing her and mm-hmm. uh, she gets, you know, is like, oh, this was a bad plan. And then <laughs> an older kraken says no i don't think we shouldn't kill her Jax is one of us and she is clearly means a lot to him they're together so she is now one of us then too but in order to protect us as a people she cannot ever leave the facility and so that is what they land mm. on is that Jax can can be with Macy and they won't kill her and it'll be fine, but they can't risk her leaving the facility and telling the humans about the Krakens. So she is now a prisoner at the facility. Yeah, It it does make sense, sense, but it's shitty. Especially because she's agreed that she's never going back to her life. Yeah, I feel like it it makes sense, but it's going to last like five seconds. Yeah, yeah, she said that she would never go back to her life because they were going to spend the whole time adventuring, and this is like the opposite of adventuring. Now she's exactly now she's stuck, and she feels bad because Jax is like going to be stuck there too, right? Yeah, like he can he can come and go, but like a prison there. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know that reference, but I loved it imprisoned by love just how i imagine him when he's like i'm stuck in this prison i'd love to adventure (laughs) yes exactly i want to wander they're like okay somewhere (laughs) (laughs) 
So they go back to uh, part of the facility that the Krakens don't use at all, which is the cabins in this part of the building. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, which ones are free? And he's like, well, all of them, all the ones that have open doors are free. And the ones that have closed doors are like locked. We cannot get in there. We have tried literally my whole life. That's all I wanted to do is open these doors and they will not open. And she's like, well, where do other Krakens sleep? And she, he's like, well, there are other buildings that have water in them that are, aren't like, um, the yeah, that they've broken and the water's gone in. He's like, Krakens tend to den, den underwater. And she's like, oh, I've ruined your whole life because now you have to den in the wa- in the not water with me instead of like being comfortable and you're stuck here, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, it's worth it for you, Macy. So then uh, they choose a cabin. I give and it it's kind two of- years. <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, that's generous, to be honest. So uh, they it's kind of baller because they just like didn't they don't touch any of the human shit because they can't use it they don't care about it so there's like a bunch of clothes in there and so she like searches through all the rooms that are open to find like pairs that fit her and they have hot water somehow still oh my god And there's like old soap and stuff so like it's (gasps) kind of great um and there's like a bed instead of just like sleeping on the concrete or whatever was the island was made out of i guess sand uh and yeah so kind of badass so she's like okay this sucks but here we are except the issue is like immediately after they they start settling in they have a lot of sex which is fun uh but then he starts like leaving for like a good chunk of each day and she's Uh, like i guess he can't change a wanderer but like she's like well i don't want to just fucking sit here in the cabins because he's like don't leave the cabin area you're not safe you know and she's like well fuck that so uh, she immediately leaves after, I don't know, a few days and uh, goes to find um, Archon because she's like, he's my friend. And so they, it's actually really cute. So he fi- she finds him in the pool area, which is like his hangout. He shows her the mosaic. She's like, it's so beautiful. And then uh, I knew she, she says, would love like, the mosaic. I'm delighted yeah, she's that like, Acorn is getting some attention for his artwork. Yeah, it's really nice. And so then uh, he's like mentions the computer because they can't read they know the code because they know the like motions of how to use the code to get in but they don't know what the symbols mean or anything like that wow so uh, really fucked the krakens over like oh yeah big time sucks she's like oh well maybe i can help i can read like i can see what the things say and he's like oh my god so excited let's go look at the computer and then she's like archon can i ask you can you my friend and he's like what? Yeah, that means that oh. I have two, and it's kind of cute. Uh, so they're going to be friends now. I mean, I uh, have three friends. So. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Still one up on Archon. So they go to the computer area, and she like types the little buttons, and she's like, "Oh, well, it needs a password." And they're like, hmm, I don't know what the like. I have no idea what the password could be. And he's like, "I've tried pressing buttons for like you know the last." 20 some odd years and i haven't been able to find anything it's never and she's locked like, him out <laughs> yeah luckily that doesn't have like a wipe the hard drive full safe so it's gonna be a sticky note at the back of the of <laughs> yeah. the computer yeah. do you check under the, like the keyboard <laughs> <laughs> so what they end up doing um that would One, be so two, funny three, four. yeah so 
as this is happening, Jax comes back from his like wanderings and goes to the cabin to go have some sex with his lady. And then she's not there. And so he flips uh-uh. shit and starts like running around being like, hey, so nice. And then he just hears like Jax. And he's like, what? And so he goes into the computer room and it's just like Macy and Archon just chilling in the computer room being like, what are you talking about? We're hanging out. And he's like, oh, okay. Uh, so she is like, okay, well, what's the code to get into the facility? And they're like, oh, I don't know. I just like, we just know the motions. And and they're like, hmm, let me think about what those symbols are. And so they like use their brain parts to like try and remember what numbers they push basically. <laughs> their and then brain they parts. Numbers. <laughs> <laughs> and they get into the computer because they use the same passcode to get into the facility as get into the computer. Because if there's one thing that will never change in humanity is that you choose one password and you use yeah. it for everything. Honestly, say, that's the most realistic part so far. Agreed. Two-factor authentication <laughs> down the drain. Yeah, fuck yeah. that shit. He's been pressing random buttons for 20 years, but he didn't yeah, yeah. think to use the same passcode. Didn't use his yeah, brain well, because Well, the issue, I think that they He's ran He's an across, artist, okay? Yeah, <laughs> his brain doesn't think is, in numbers. They He's had to think about it because know. on the outside yeah. of the building, there was like, it was like a panel of numbers and in the computer room, it was like oh, a it, keyboard of numbers. So they're layout. not in the same location layout. So they didn't like connect them. Which is still dumb, yes, but a little bit more understandable. (laughs) Yeah, okay. So they get into the computer and they can basically start asking the computer questions now. And it's a little fucked up because they kind of get into what happened. So (gasps) um, they ask the computer, who are the Kraken? And the computer is like confused because it's like they are this mythical beast from like human civilization. And... This is another thing that doesn't make sense, but just stick with me. The Kraken somehow knows some human mythology somehow, even though they couldn't get into the computer. And they chose to call themselves the Kraken because it would create a scary image for uh they reclaim the humans, term. Basically. <laughs> yeah, they reclaim yeah. the term. <laughs> but oh, what the humans nice. call them are octopods. Okay. When they were created, and I'm, maybe they'll go into this, but I'm I'm thinking they won't. But were the humans that were created into the Kraken, were they adult humans already? Or did they create like like fetuses in like was it completely created? I think it's or- that I don't I don't think they say like too many details, but I believe I remember it said something like they splice human DNA with uh octopus DNA. Well, I imagine like the first generation of krakens had like human caretakers or scientists of some sort and maybe that's where it came from initially but that this sort of uh verbal knowledge has been lost to time that's true yeah maybe when they were still together and now it's like uh oral tradition like the yes exactly yeah they find out that krakens were created by humans in order to be basically slaves to uh go into the water and collect um Halorians, the Halorian stone, which is the stone they were talking about at the beginning of the um of the book when they wanted it for the middle of the mosaic. It's a stone that fucks with technology. And the reason it fucks with technology is because it is everlasting energy basically the reason the facility still works and has the holograms and all the things is because it's run on halorian stone 
And so their plan was to have the Kraken be their little like farmer people to go out and find Halorian stone and bring it back so that the people could use it to create like, you know, their civilization. Right. The bomb dolphins in World War II. um, And they say uh, specifically. What? Yeah, what are the bomb dolphins in World War II? (laughs) You guys didn't know that we like the U.S. government had like dolphins who would seek bombs. Oh, oh, I think I have cool. heard that before. Mm-hmm. I heard they tried they to weren't dolphins that had bombs like on their back. No, they were like sent to find bombs and like make sure that nothing was safe. Like was it wasn't like like, oh, it wasn't, like sharks with the laser butt. beams on their freaking <laughs> yeah. heads. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I was imagining. <laughs> they were like little yeah. sniffer dogs, but for bombs under the water. Interesting. Yeah. So that was kind of the vibe, except that they made them like humanoid too, which is kind of fucked. So then um they ask like well what happened to the facility and it basically shows like footage of the kraken um overtaking the humans yeah there was an uprising and so there's like things of like the people being like making their little like little captain's log you know like the krakens they're taking over blah 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 you know and Mm -hmm. like streams of like the video surveillance of them like destroying humans and people screaming and stuff and it's kind of fucking crazy and then um the computer is like earth lost or earth or whatever the other ship or whatever you know outside of halora lost communications with all but four humans on this state and then lost communications with the last 21 days later and it's because they were able to barricade themselves in the rooms and so those rooms that cannot be opened have like have 200 year old corpses in them, in them. <gasps> okay like yeah it. i was like totally it. thinking that and then i'm like that would be too dark for a romance book oh nope it's very yeah, fun so that's what it is so they're kind of like a little shooketh from that yeah. uh situation and uh for some reason macy is a little bit like wow you animals who killed all the humans and Jax is kind of like that too but then they're also like wow humans are terrible and the other thing that they say specifically is that they were created and bred so that the female like the X chromosome in male sperm or something would be really low so that they would have a low instance of female reproduction so that they could control the population of their weird slave people so krakens because that's why there's so few of them and they like you know need to protect their women and children so much is because naturally they just like there's like one girl for like every like 10 boys or something and it was a means of population control so like super fucked up stuff so really eugenics um, vibes yeah it's bad like the next day macy is hanging out in the room while jacks and archon are off getting vegetables for macy on land as macy's hanging out there in her cabin she hears like a little like scuttering she's like what is that and uh she sees like a little tiny kraken like pop her head out and be like is anybody there and uh, it's this little girl named uh, Malena, who is a sweet little girl who like is very has like a very adventurous spirit. Even though everybody was told like don't go near the human, she was like I want to see. They bond. It's really cute. They play hide and seek, and then they play 
uh, her music box and they jump around the room and like listen to the music and it's really fun and Macy has like those little friend of this little you know eight-year-old girl or whatever and it's really nice and then uh the girl's mom comes and is all like Milena you stay away from that human how dare all this stuff Macy's like I didn't do anything like she's like why would you steal my daughter and she's like I didn't steal your daughter she came to find me and then Rhea tells her basically that like she uh that Jax is like a piece of shit and that he won't stay with her like and that's just not the cracking way and uh she thinks that like she's gonna be with him but really like that's not how it works and tells her about how she was with him and it seems so great for like the three days until he left and stuff you know so like he she's got some hurt feelings and then macy's like oh my god is melena jack's kid my question and uh is kind of like freaked out by that and anyway so then they come back like Jax comes back during the middle of this and he's all like fuck off Rhea who's the mom <laughs> and uh, good good yeah and then uh sex happens and then the next day they are in the cabin and Rhea comes in and she's like where's Milena you stole my daughter Uh-oh. again and they're like you're talking about no I haven't seen her since like yesterday like literally I don't know what you're talking about and she's like she's missing I've looked for her everywhere like where could she be um she's gone and they like freak out because um, a child is missing. So they immediately plan a search party. And Jax is very like, Macy, stay here. Uh, we need to go out and find Milena. So like they all go um, like on this par- like hunting party because there is this Razorback. And it turns out the Razorback is still in the area. And so they're freaked out. Oh, and no. so all of the like men and stuff go and run to um, try and find Milena. And so they're doing this um, like search party out there and Macy's very like, well, like I feel so useless. And she's like, well, one thing that I have that none of the other Krakens have is when I put on my suit, that little hologram man, Sam, he like can like help guide me and like has all these things with the suit. So maybe I can actually be helpful in this situation. So she puts on her suit. Yeah. And goes out and is like, Sam, like, can you, um, are you able to find living creatures? And he's like, yeah. So he does like the, um, like heat map stuff. And then she's like, okay, any creature smaller than an eight year old. (laughs) And, uh, she has, she's kind of guided and she's swimming through when she sees, uh, Milena and she's like, oh, great. So she starts, uh, going towards Milena. And then of course, right at that moment, the the Razorback is there and he's seen both Milena and Macy and so uh Macy runs up and is like Milena get out of here I'll distract him and so Milena starts freaking out and like swimming back to the facility and Macy is uh trying to take down the Razorback and I don't remember exactly let me look I don't remember where she gets the gun from she gets the heat gun eventually from Jax I there must have been a gun like in the in the cabin or something um i'm not 100 percent sure but um the point is she has a gun and she shoots the she shoots the razorback a bunch but before like that happens the razorback like rips up her leg and is like as melina is racing back to the facility Jax comes across her and she's like macy she's out there razorback you know and so they run and they find macy and so they rush her back to the facility and and she's like, 
take me to the infirmary. It'll look like this, you know, like, is there a room with like a red cross? And they're like, I know the one. So they run back and then she's like, you got to stitch me up. And they're like, uh, and he's, she's like, find a staple gun thing and all this stuff. And so then Archon is like trying to find the stuff because he's helping and he knows a little bit more. And uh, they are able to like use the staple thing to like get her leg fixed and then they wrap it up. Oh, also like Rhea comes in and she's like, you saved my daughter, blah, blah, blah. Everybody's good. Yeah, she's in the trust of the Krakens from saving a child. Have we confirmed that this child is not Jax's child yet? She does ask him. I don't remember if it's here or later, but at some point she does ask him could Milena be yours? And Jack says, no, Milena was already alive when I was with Ray. Oh, so. oh okay. 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 Wow. So there's no question Good. about it. Because um, she has an adventurous spirit. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what, yeah, so she very much was like, is this kid yours? But she's not. Uh, basically, over the next couple days, the wound gets infected because yeah, obviously Yeah, they didn't it clean does. it. Oh, yeah. No. Um, and so uh, things are getting bad. And she's like, if I get worse, you're going to have to take me back up to the watch. Like, you're um, have to the kill watch is, me. Like, is the human wor- like town. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like super doesn't want to. But then over the next couple of days, she like becomes more and more like delirious, fever, all the things, you know, she's really doing bad. And so he's like, OK, I have to take her back. And so he like goes to the Kraken and he says what he's going to do. And like some of them are like, no, she already broke our rules once. And then other people are like, no, she saved our child and blah, blah, blah. And uh, basically they like get on board and uh, Dracus is now like into it uh, and is like, I'll come with you like because um like we can't trust humans and so the plan is that Dracus, Archon and Jax are going to go and then Jax is going to go onto land by himself while Archon and Dracus kind of wait in the water to like keep watch you know wait and keep watch yeah they get to the watch and Jax goes up on shore with Macy in his arms and all the humans are like flipping shit right and they're like, oh, my God, that's Macy. Like, who is that? Like, what did he do to her? That kind of thing. And he's like, no, I didn't. Like, um, I didn't do anything to her. Like, I would never harm her. Uh, but she needs help. Like, please just help her. And they're all kind of trying to figure out what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so they take Macy to, like, the hospital. And there's these, like, water silos on this, like, in this building, like, up on the hill, which they would use for, like, fish farming, you know? Uh, and so they're like, there's empty ones filled with water so we can take him up there and uh put him in one of those silos and then he can hang out there and we can keep guard so that's what they do so they basically like take him by like gunpoint up to this silo and force him into this like water thing and he's stuck there and he's just like obsessed with macy being okay and he's kind of like you do what you need to do i won't like act aggressive in any way not going to do anything i just need you to make sure macy's okay and then i'm gonna be with macy um this does give me a lot of pocahontas vibes now like this is this is the savages song (laughs) yeah (laughs) tied up in the tent uh she is recovering in the hospital and of course amy is the daughter of the physician so she is like the physician's assistant and so she is there and she's like girl tell me everything we thought you were dead who is this sea creature what the fuck um all he's doing like people are trying to talk to him and he refuses to talk to anybody he just keeps saying like is macy okay like tell me about macy um 
like it's obviously cares about you like what is happening and she's like no like he didn't hurt me i love him so much blah 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 um and kind of tells her everything and like the whole story and amy is like holy fuck and also i should tell you you are pregnant Cue the groans. What? Oh, oh God. Like, how? Is it, is it is eggs, eggs again? Please don't make it eggs. Is it so many eggs? Octa- is it like I, fish? I, oh, no. Annie's laughing. Oh, no. Or is it sacks? Is it sacks? Some octopi have sacks. It is none of those things. It is normal. I just thought, because oh, every time I read one of these books, there's a pregnancy arc, and you guys fucking Ugh. hate it. Every oh my god, I just hate it. Fucking I hate it so much. Worse. It's just a, a, a cop-out. Yeah, they're like, oh, she's pregnant. She'll be happy now. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know if you understand what pregnancy entails. My friend couldn't eat carbs. Like, it That's sounds true. awful. <laughs> well, in Aquatar, they have to, like, change the the woman's whole body because she God. doesn't have the right hips to give birth to a baby with wings. I ignore mm. that entire plot in Silver Flames. I'm there for the Cassian Nesta sex scenes and that's it. As she's explaining, you're pregnant and she's like, oh my God, I didn't know that could happen. We didn't, you know, we just had sex assuming that we would not be compatible to have pregnant, like to have babies. Yeah, because you're not All the same species. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was kind of weird. Uh, So as they're explaining all of that and she's talking about how much she loves Jax and Jax is her person. She's pregnant with his baby, blah, blah, blah. Cameron is at the door, like going to be like, oh, "Oh, hey, love of my life who's alive now. And uh, then, yeah, poor fucking Cameron because uh, he's just like ashen faced. And she's like, oh shit, no Cameron. And he runs off and he goes straight to Jax and is like, uh, and so he's running to Jackson Macy's He's like, Amy, go after him. Make sure that he doesn't hurt Jax. And so then Cameron is there and he's yelling at Jax. And he, Jax is like, is Macy okay? Like, what's happening? And she's Cameron is yelling at Jax and saying how uh, the fact that they had sex is an abomination and Jesus. all this crazy shit. And Jax is just like, is Macy okay? I love her. I care about her. Blah, blah, blah. And he's just angry. And he runs well, off. Fuck Cameron. And, I don't feel bad for um, him anymore. And then Amy asks Jax when, like, after, like, she he finds out that she's pregnant and says, how long is the gestational period for Kraken? And he says, four months. So they're oh. like, okay, oh. we don't have a lot of time here. We have to kind of, like, figure shit out. Cameron goes back once he's cooled down and he talks to Macy. And again, she just says, she tells him everything says you know like i'm so sorry you've been nothing but amazing and but i just don't have those sorts of feelings for you and i was wanting to settle and make everybody happy but like there's something different with Jax. blah 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 all these things and he's super fucking understanding and wonderful uh and so now they make a plan with amy and cameron like and macy they're like okay we are going to figure out how to get you out of here tonight so because she's feeling better like her infection is gone that's all fine now she's no longer actively dying yeah yeah but she can't really walk still like she uh so like she needs help to like move around and stuff so it's like kind of a tough plan so what they decide to do is that they're gonna get uh macy's dad in on it who is also like wow my daughter's alive that's great and 
she has like a nice little thing where her mom because she always felt like her mom didn't love her and blamed her for her sister's death yada 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 um where her mom just says that she loves her and is happy that she's alive and like and her dad is understanding too and he's kind of like uh you need to live your life for you just come see me sometimes that kind of thing so um what the plan is is that uh so amy is gonna go tell uh archon and dracus who have just been chilling in the water for five days like what's happening uh about the plans so they need to wait and Cameron is going to cause like a distraction with the guards and so the guards are going to leave and uh, then uh, they need to go into the silo and get Jax out and then they'll go down and then they'll meet Macy at the dock who will be there with her dad because her dad is going to take her for like a walk you know like a nice walk to the dock and then boom everybody's good that's the plan and so amy goes down to the shore and is kind of like kraken can't speak to each other underwater like it's kind of like when people talk underwater and you can't understand what's happening it's the same thing so they have basically like sign language that they use when they're both underwater um so uh he teaches her the sign language like their sign for like i can't remember it's like need to talk or something like that but like um it's like kind of crass like not crass but like not it's not an exact translation of what she needs to do but like it's going to be fine i think is the vibe so anyway so she's going and she's like making the signal and archon and dracus is like what the fuck was that and then she like does it again and they're like no 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 she's definitely doing the symbol or the signal and so then they uh uh dracus stays back and archon goes up and goes and sees her and is like immediately like harvard eyes like oh my god she's the most beautiful person i've ever seen i'm obsessed with her and of course they're both um, like no he loves so cameron that doesn't make any sense i know i'm so sorry i hate and to break so, your heart so disappointed. yeah make no jk storyline i'll spoil um, it but book two is about archon and amy so yeah which we all saw Ooh. coming okay well, but we coming. still have um yeah maybe dracus is gay dracus Maybe. I'm holding out hope. Cameron has seemed four. pretty straight so far, but we'll see. Basically, the plan works. Uh, they go up to uh, he makes the dis- camera makes a distraction. They go up and they're trying to uh, like figure out how to get the top off of the silo. And uh, Dracus is like, and uh, it's, it's there's like a cute moment where Archon is like trying to figure out the lock, and he's like, I can do this. I'm a tinkerer, you know. And he's like very interested in trying to figure out the lock. And Dracus is like, fuck this. That's, and so he like takes like, a thing and smashes the thing. And Archon's like, you guys could have just given me like a couple more minutes. I would have gotten the lock. And they're like, have a couple minutes, Archon. Fucking love so, Dracus. So then they uh, jump down off the cliff into the water. They go down to the dock and macy and jacks are like so fucking excited to see each other again because it's been like five days and she's pregnant and it's a whole thing macy agrees that she'll like come and see uh her dad sometimes and all this stuff and then they go back to the facility and everything is great and then there is the epilogue which is three months later uh, the baby's on the way the baby has come and so uh 
she gives birth and there's a lot of screaming involved and um Rhea is one of the like midwifey ladies who is like helping her give birth and so that's kind of like nice that they're you know good now and uh she gives birth to a beautiful baby girl who is all in like from everything they can tell a hundred percent a kraken and so similar to the dragon book we read they're like that's interesting this might be exactly the a solve to their population issue solve to their population crisis gotta fuck them humans yeah so they're like maybe we will be the people who will like begin the rebuilding of the relationship between humans and Kraken. The Kraken Ooh. Empire. No, 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 no. Yeah. They're gonna It's take like Romeo and Juliet. I love that. Um, and then uh Rhea's like, well, what do you want to name her, Macy? And uh she's like, I don't know, like Jax, what do you want to name her? Sister. And uh and Rhea's like, no, Jax can't name her. The woman names her. Don't be an idiot. And she's like, uh, well, actually, <laughs> she's like, Sorry. I know, but I'm human and I'm different. And I want Jax to give his opinion. Um, also, I just anyway, gave birth. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, and so they like, I guess, Krakens like traditionally name their kids after like heroes and strong people and shit like that. I don't know. Jax says, I think we should name her Selena. And that is what they name her, which is the name of Macy's sister. And, I got it right. Uh, as okay, was one hundred percent. And that is the book, and they live happily ever after. Probably, maybe I don't know. Ah, uh, yay! Two years. two years. She gives it to you. No, they have a kid now. They have to yeah. stay together for the sake of the kid. No, four years. <laughs> Honestly, I was expecting it to be like weirder. I was expecting there to be more tentacle stuff. Um, it was always wholesome. expecting that. And then every book that we read, you're like, oh, this was just a nice romance book. <laughs> yeah, well, because you always hype it up. You're like, this one this week was like really weird for me. I don't know what you guys are going to think about it. And then Okay, but if I read a really it- weird one, again, Stealing Cinderella had some real weirded out reactions. And so I've really oh. straight away. Oh, but that was so much fun. I keep re-listening to that episode and it feels very egotistical. But I'm like, we're very funny. <laughs> Is the pregnancy the thing you didn't think we'd like? I did not like the pregnancy. I'm glad it wasn't eggs, though. Oh, tentacles. My initial impression, the human experimentation took a different turn. Oh, I love that but, part. Yeah, I like that they're into each other. I like that it was all consensual. I like that, like, the idea that they did end up having pregnancy wasn't, like, a big issue, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It seemed pretty normal. Yeah, it was. It was just kind of a romance, just a nice, yeah. normal romance that just happened to be between a sea monster and a human. Yeah, I like. I, I do enjoy a man who's like just my woman. So mm-hmm. he wins. was very possessive, and like, um, like that's pretty prevalent in the book. Is like his like that's his kind of thing. Yeah, not as like- much as like some fun books. I need to to guys. <laughs> I really could not get over the idea of 
the noises the tentacles oh, were making. I knew you were going to say that. Oh. Really, and I kept on like imagining them swimming together and him like doing like, you know, when octopuses swim and they like bunch up their tentacles and then go out and then bunch mm-hmm. up their tentacles and then go out. Like I kept on thinking of that and I was like really put off by all of that. So, you know, not really my cup of tea, um, but I'm glad that, you know, it, it, it was very wholesome for a love story, a futuristic love story of a farm girl and a kraken. A farm girl and a kraken. <laughs> Hope you liked this episode. Let's keep the conversation going. Come join us on our social media channels on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at Wait, is this my kink now? You can also find all the books read on our podcast on our Goodreads account. Thank you for listening and join us next week for Kinkstery, where we do a deep dive into the book, the kink, and the author. Yeah.